This is the remainder of the uh, day uh, in uh, a vo uh, voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. Boy, that was a rough start. And uh, it's the last day of the year and one of the last hours of the year and all of that stuff. And uh, you hear a lot of people reminiscing and uh, rationalizing and just uh, otherwise trying to get their heads around another year slipping by for uh, everything you're touching. Our telephone number is 260-6368. The idea of the program is, uh, as the food show implies, is to talk about the food that we eat and the food that we wished we ate and the drinks that went along with it and the entire range of it. This is uh, not a gourmet society, so, you know, so much. Uh, it is a really a program that's in, uh, in search of uh, some great food that maybe everybody doesn't know about. And we'd love to get some new entries in this from you because everybody who has any thoughts about food one way or the other knows that there are some restaurants that are better than others. I mean, that's based. Uh, that's what the base is of just about everything I do. Also, there are a lot of uh, not-so-good things out there, but there are far more really great things. And uh, as I was looking over... All of the articles that uh, passed through my website and over the over the year, these are the ones we produced ourselves. There's a lot more of it out there. We uh, found that there has been a lot of uh, forward motion and a lot of great uh, uh, dishes to be had, a lot of uh, restaurants that have come along, and a few of them that have gone away, but not that big a deal. Uh, if you have any thoughts about this, if you've been to a good restaurant this year that you think is maybe the best new restaurant of uh, all town, all time, don't uh, sit there and try to remember for the next hour. I don't think anybody's going to do this anyway, but the idea is not to think of places that you think might be the very best of the of the new year. Just give me the ones you think are good, and uh, that's good enough for me, and we can get something launched just by that. Uh, two six zero. 6368 is our telephone number. If you're calling from out of town, it's, of course, 504-268. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's try that again. 504-260-6368. And let's see. Where do we want to start? Uh, I don't know if you were listening on Friday uh, or were we even on on Friday. No, I, I think we were here. And uh, here's what turned up. There was uh, uh, an article, and this is just like last week. It came out less than a week ago. There was an article in Food and Wine magazine. Food and Wine magazine has been around for, let me say, at least 30 years, and I think it's more like about 40, maybe even 50. It's been around for quite a while. It's a it's a very good magazine. It's always been put together well. But the uh, every year they come up with a survey or a from their readers, I would imagine, or maybe it's just from their staffers. I don't know. Different people do things different ways. And what they come up with is a list of the 20 best eating cities in America. Now, do I even have to tell you where our, where our uh, city wound up on this list of 20? I'm not going and, and should I give you all the rest of them? Nah, not really. I mean, what you're going to see there is, uh, you know, Atlanta, you know, 
uh, the Carolinas in Texas. You know, I just and and none of these are you know outrageously terrible. But when we got down to number 19, and I still had not seen our city yet, that told me what it was going to be. And then sure enough, we flip over the card, and what is it other than New Orleans? According to Food and Wine magazine, the most uh, delicious, most creative, most uh, interesting, and most uh, satisfying and fun restaurants in America. We're number one, and it's not the first time they've told that uh, the world about about us in that regard. And today I was having lunch in a place I go to fairly often because it's everything about it fits my schedule and my needs. Uh, there's a place. Actually, they have three locations around town. One of them is in Bucktown, uh, right there on the riverfront, on the lakefront, rather. And they have one on the West Bank in Harvey. And then there's the one I go to more often because it's uh, not far away from where I live in Covington. And uh, the name of the place is the New Orleans Food and Spirits. And it started out mostly as a seafood place, fried seafood and uh, grilled seafood. And then they started getting into grilled oysters and really a pretty high-flown menu, uh, at, but neighborhood style, very inexpensive. And they put out some wonderful dishes there. Today, here's what I had. I had a cup of red beans because it's Monday, and that's the law. And so I went ahead and had my red beans. They were good like they always are over there. Sometimes I get the whole bowl of it. But today I just wanted to get a little cup of it. Uh, and then for the appetizer, the entree rather, well, we did have an appetizer, come to think of it. My, my wife ordered a half a dozen uh, grilled oysters, which is funny because she only eats one or maybe two, and then only the smallest ones of all. Uh, and then she gets in there with the garlic butter, and uh, that seems to please her a lot. And it certainly please, pleases me because when she gets to the end of this program, uh, the oysters that she's left with are the biggest ones and the best ones, and I... Uh, I spear them up and eat them down, and there is a, there was a nice plate of food. But had that today, and uh, then the entree was a fillet of catfish, blackened catfish, with pecans, and they serve it with this kind of uh, buttery, almost like a Meunier sauce. And you know, this is is almost a whole bunch of cliches shoved together. And it winds up being something that I think is really good. I find it hard to resist getting that when I go over there. And uh, what I most like about it, I was thinking about this as I ate today, that there are not many places I've ever been in the whole world, and I've been around, there are not many places wherever I go that could match, let alone top, that kind of food, what they put out today, and they, they do it all the time, or else I wouldn't go there as often as I do. The, uh, it, it keeps coming out, and it keeps being very consistent and just fantastic. And, it, it, and that's why we're number one on that series from Food and Wine magazine. That's my theory anyway. So anyway, what's your, what are your thoughts about it? If you've been to a good restaurant lately, call me up and tell me where it was, what it was, what you liked about it. You can make it in a, you know, if, if all you need to tell me is 10 words, that's good enough for me. If you want to give me uh, 15 minutes, I'll give that to you as well, as long as you're interesting. So call us, would you, 260-6368. We have a lot of people listening to our program, because I know this, because when we go uh, out and do remote broadcasts and we 
Oh, we do eat club dinners and all of that. Uh, we have a lot of attendance, but, uh, you know, it's, in the studio, uh, it seems to be almost impossible to get uh, anybody to call us on the air anymore. I don't know why. But here's how you can always get through to me. If you have something to say, something to ask, something you want to know, send to me Send me an email. That's easy enough. You're not going to get into trouble with that. Email, send it to me, tom at nomenu.com. I'll be happy to answer any of your anything you might want to lay on me. Uh, or if you uh, don't have a question, you just have something you feel needs to be said, by golly. So I'll go ahead and say it and send it to me in an email, and I will uh, put it uh, out to here on the air. And uh, we'd love to hear from you one way or another, whichever way you get to us. Uh, go ahead and do it. This is a program that is utterly unique in America. Uh, I have looked around for years and years. Every time I travel to another town, I always ask, is there a, a radio show here that talks about restaurants and uh, gives out recipes and all that? And they say, oh, yeah, well, we've got this 15-minute thing that they ha- happens on the weekends. And then there are these uh, one-minute reports that, that you hear in our newscast. And, well, I think, well, that's not exactly what I had in mind. And then I tell them about our program, which is one on the air every day. Today we're on for two hours. That's every day. And uh, we would love to have you uh, be part of our program and uh, to share with us where you've been eating. And uh, anyway, that's uh, what, the, what other people find very uh, unusual. And it is. It's the only uh, restaurant uh, program of its kind anywhere in America, I think. I, if you found one, let me know because, you know, I, I don't want to say something that's not true. 260 It is New Year's Eve, which is the busiest night of the year for restaurants. They are always full, uh, all the good ones anyway. And if you're looking around for a restaurant to go to tonight, you will find, first of all, there's an interesting aspect to this that you might not be aware of, and that is a lot of restaurants on on New Year's Eve, they will split up all of the people who have reservations. Usually they ask you which side you want to be on this program. Uh, Anyway, and what they wind up telling you is if you're there in the early part of the evening, say starting at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, going till maybe, oh, 7.30, 8 o'clock, something like that, what they will do is have a certain menu for that, and it will usually be a pretty good bargain. So uh, there you go. You're getting that good. Uh, you're getting a special menu. and uh, But that goes on only till you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock at the longest. And then after that, uh, they run everybody out. This is not something restaurants do very well. We can talk about it later. Uh, but then what replaces all of that uh, is even more upscale menus. So maybe the first time around, just to pick one that I know pretty well, uh, Chef Andrea, I think his first shift uh, is something like uh, $50, $45, something or in that neighborhood. But the second go-around that starts at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock has live music, a better menu, a more ambitious menu, more expensive menu. That's $88, so almost twice as much. And that's the way it goes in most restaurants around town. I think you get what their money, what your what your money's worth there. It's not uh, something I'm n- nailing down on them. But the uh, 
but that's what goes on in the restaurant business and on on uh, New Year's Eve. And take that into account when you call them for a reservation. If you go over there without a rest reservation, you're asking for trouble. Now, if you want and you call them and they say they're already booked up, don't worry about it. Call them back and say, would you put me on your list in case anybody cancels? Now, that happens in every restaurant every night. So it's it's going to happen. It's just a matter of you being the first in the line there. And then you can go anywhere you want to go. Even they told me over at Commander's Palace, which for a very long time was a, a reservation that was almost impossible to get. I mean, even a, a, like a year ahead of time, sometimes they would have to tell you no. But they've decided that that doesn't really make sense in the long run. In long run. So what they did was they designated the top room to the uh, to the more recent reservation people, and then the bottom part of the restaurant they use for their people, regular customers who have been coming in for decades, and uh, would you know and have their reservation made for next year. They've got the, they got it done already. It's already in the book. So anyway, interesting uh, evening for restaurants out there. If you're dining out, two six zero six three six eight. So far, no calls yet. No calls yet. What's going on, uh, Douglas? Uh, well, it, yeah. we have no calls. That would be what we have no going. calls. What's it's not just, going know, on so actually are the calls. Yeah, you, moment, that's you it. Know. You know, with yeah. no calls, we have no show. However, we do have a crowded well, national day today. You do? What well, is it? Well, uh, December thirty first, uh, two thousand eighteen, is yeah. you, is National Make Up Your Mind Day. <laughs> or it was. Well, yeah, it is yeah. so far. I mean, you know, all day uh, today. You know, it's and, make up your well, mind day. You still have time. It is also. Well, wait, no, wait a minute. Hold on. What, no. Make up your mind about what? Uh, that's that's up to you. Oh. Do you have anything you have to make up your mind about? Uh, when to go get gas? Oh. Uh, when to turn on off and yeah. on the lights? Something like that. You know, that's all part of the whole equation. Uh, okay, I'm I'm gonna decide whether or not I'm gonna say something stupid right now. Okay, fine, but hold on. All right, here hold we go. Hold off on that. Hold off on yeah. that for a minute oh, because no, okay. we got more to go here. It oh, is National you? Champagne Day today. By God, it ought to be. That's right. I'll bet it is also Universal Hour of Peace today, and I haven't found mine yet. Okay. <laughs> it is New Year's Eve, as we know. Yeah. Yeah. It is also No Interruptions Day. And it, what? Yes. Don't interrupt me, please. Wait a minute. No, it's No what Interruptions What are you talking Day. about? Why are you, why are you away, wasting Tom. all this time? <laughs> well, because I've got one more to go here. It is <laughs> national. It is actually International Leap Second Time Adjustment Day. You are, have been warned. Have they done it yet? Uh, you can do that anytime you want. Hmm. All day today, you can adjust your leap second or whatever you're going to jump at. Yeah. Well, assuming that you have the energy to jump to begin with. That's true. Which is always a consideration at our that age. That is true, yeah. yeah. So we've got a lot to do today. Well, we better get on with it then. I think so, and yeah. uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, tell me what. Well, it's your program, so it's up to you to do whatever you want oh, to do. Oh, heck so with all that. All right, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh Maybe, you know, I wish we could have a, a prize for, you know, like the first call of the day or something like that. Yeah, but uh, what what we'd really love, just give us a call. You don't have to have anything brilliant on your mind. Uh, the funny thing is that even if you don't, 
you're still going to say something probably pretty interesting. So go ahead and share it with us you know, and instead of just sitting there. The Food Show, 260-6368. And we will return with more of it in a moment after first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome. Hello. Did I just say that? This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking and wine and all the rest of it. Two six zero six three six eight. You know what is? My wife and I are going to a a party put on by some good friends of ours, and we're going to do this downtown. And they have succeeded in getting a location in in a in a room in a hotel that uh, actually it's a suite and it has a view of the fireworks out on the river this should be pretty interesting but the the most interesting uh, view of the that you know of course they do this annually now the fireworks that uh, are shot off into the middle of the river where you know it's not going to catch on fire not most of the time anyway is that it could be the the best or most interesting place to see those fireworks is to be out in the middle of Lake Pontchartrain on the causeway. And you see the whole thing in the downtown area. It's smaller, of course, uh, but it is very dramatic to watch, if, especially if you're in the right spot. Now, the bad news about this is there is no safe way to watch the uh, fireworks out in the middle of the causeway if you are driving the car you have to keep your eye on the road of course i mean that uh, needs to be said but uh my wife insists on driving home because she doesn't like the way i drive i don't know what that's about but uh, anyway it made me free to or allowed me to be free to see uh, that a couple of years ago and i said boy i hope the word doesn't get out on this oh oh look what i'm doing oh well i shouldn't have done that maybe anyway uh, watch out. Don't do that and and try to drive your car at the same time. I mean, you know that. 260-6368. And then, of course, there's the issue of drinking. A lot of uh, champagne being poured. Champagne is, uh, see, I'll tell you one great thing about champagne. If you have friends and you, you're in a situation where you, uh, you feel uh, giving them a, a a uh, a present for whatever it is that uh, you know, it could just be the season, you know, uh, Christmas and all that. And you're trying to figure out what to give this friend of yours. And then you remember that he or she likes good wines. But what kind of good wines? Because you might not be up to speed on what constitutes a great wine and which is which. And there's so many of them out there. I mean, you'd never, if you tried to get a, a reading on all the champagnes being made in the world, I think you could drink one a day. You probably better just drink a glass of it, not a whole bottle. Uh, by the time you get to the end of that, a lot of the original batch will have gone out of business or changed a lot or, you know, something. So there's no way to get a, a, a hand on this. But if you're trying to figure out what kind of wine to give uh, this great friend of yours who is a wine fanatic, get him champagne. There's, there's nobody except maybe a teetotaler who doesn't like champagne. I mean, it, it is one of those things. It not only is a good wine to begin with, assuming you bought a good one. There's such a thing as bad bubbly wine, too. Uh, you, uh, when you uh, give it over, 
uh, the person who gets it will be very flattered by this, that you thought that they were that sophisticated that a bottle of champagne was the thing to get. And it's something, again, I tell you, uh, that uh, everybody loves. And you, you can uh, – there's one more thing uh, that you can take advantage of, and that is that champagne uh, – the nature of champagne is that it goes with everything, you don't even have to give it a second thought about the only thing I've ever heard of. We had a guy on our show once. Uh, I forget what his name was, but he, he was uh, his shtick was that he would fly around from city to city in America and he would talk up wines. Uh, it was interesting. We had him on four or five times. And then one time I just spouted out to him that champagne, the great thing about champagne is that it goes with everything. And he says, well, there is one thing it doesn't go with. And I said, really? Well, tell me what that is. And he said, chocolate. Chocolate and champagne don't go together. As I think about that, I think he's probably right in one sense. But I think if you were to have uh, get a bottle of champagne on your desk, on your desk, well, you know, you, you might be working late. Okay, you know, the bottle of champagne is uh, on the table in front of you. You pop open the cork. Everybody gets a glass or a half glass, whatever. And then about 10, 15 minutes later, out comes, oh, let's see. Uh, how about chocolate mousse? That's nice and rich and chocolatey. And you taste the two together, and you can see, well, yeah, that, uh, you know, the acidity of champagne, and then the, the bubbles, and then you have all this cloud-like uh, chocolatey stuff. It's like a cloud, sort of. And you realize maybe that isn't the best combination of all time, but it's not a bad combination. And uh, even better is that it tastes better than if you were just having a box of chocolates. That wouldn't be as good with the champagne. So I, I saw his point, but I think it's limited. But that's normal. Still waiting for our first call of the day. Why don't you be it? Come on. Come on. 260-6368. Speaking of champagne. Speaking of champagne, let's speak goes about well champagne. well with, uh, well, you know, uh, next year was everything. Nas National year of bacon. And uh, champagne goes well with bacon. So I thought I'd lay that on you right there. Champagne and bacon? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I believe you about that because, uh, again, I tell you, it is champagne and anything is almost without exception good. Except the only one I could think of is that chocolate thing, and um, there's exceptions to that. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I, I'll go along with that. Tomorrow morning it may go well with breakfast pizza also. Yeah, I no, I think that's a given. I, okay. I, I'd, I'd take that just at face value. Now, here's my take on champagne. Now, All I right. have drunk Cristal. You're drunk? No, I am not drunk at the moment. Oh, okay. but I, I didn't have, think so. Have, yeah. I've have partaken. I think that's a better way to put it. Oh, Cristal? Cristal, yeah. You know the story behind that? Uh, well, I was. you can tell me the story, but let me let me say this first. Uh, uh -huh. You know, uh, the, the mid-range Moet, you know, like that. And uh, the low-end Corbel. And you know what I like the best? It's the Corbel for some reason or other. A Corbel is California wine. Yes, it could yeah, be. They, but, I mean, and they know, call it, but they do call it champagne. They do, to the they great... do that. Now, tell yeah. your Cristal story. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. My, well, I, I'm, I don't have the—I haven't thought about this in a long time, so I don't know the details. But it involved a uh, uh, a Russian uh, big shot, and of, of course they were—you know—they were, you know, nat they were uh, 
kings and queens and 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 you know that very uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of layers of society in in Russia in these days. But uh, French everything was popular with the Russians for ages and probably even still. Uh, and champagne, being the, the French thing that it is, was also a big hit, uh, hit with it. But this uh, czar of Russia uh, decided that he was putting himself in danger by just picking up champagne and drinking it. Maybe somebody put some poison in it or something. You know how all that goes. And so he decided to tell the people at uh, what's not crystal who puts that out you know i used to know all of this stuff and i, I just really I'm so matter. off of champagne okay so uh, anyway he says uh from now on i want the champagne to be put in a bottle that is crystal clear and that doesn't have anything in the way that if i were to hold it up if if i were to hold it up in front of me i would see everything in it in, including any dark colors and of course most champagnes are you couldn't call them dark, but they're not just, you know, colorless. They are. They usually have, you know, a brownish kind of tar, you know, tan, tan sort of thing. And and, uh, and that's how that champagne came about, and it became their top of the line over there at wherever that is. Who makes uh, who makes Cristal? I, I ought to know that, but uh, I don't. So somebody somebody look it up and call me and tell me uh, the answer to that. Two six zero six three six eight. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We love talking about food here. Uh, I, I've uh, re- recon- uh, re- reconciled myself to the idea that uh, maybe we're not going to have any uh, uh, any more ca- uh, callers to go to, uh, not because uh, there are not people listening. We have a lot of people listening. We just don't have anybody calling. It's, uh, it, that's the worst development of last year is the, uh, the fact that everybody ran away from us in terms of calling and talking on the radio. Our number is 260-6368. Go ahead and use it. You know, if you've never called a radio show before, this would be the one to do because what we're here to talk about is pleasure. And I'll bet you you like that and uh, and probably have more than a few ideas about it. If uh, if you're looking for some ideas, like where to go for dinner tonight, ooh, you've got a problem. Uh, but we can talk about it. I can give you some ideas. Not everybody is completely booked up. That is true. Uh, a good, you know, where a good place to look would be, and you wouldn't even have to involve me, although I don't mind, uh, is if you go to uh, this website. It's very simple, but it, it it doesn't make a lot of sense at the beginning. It's fqfi.org. Fqfi. Uh, got uh, wait, what did I, I left something out here. FQFI.org. That's it, and I'll take you to a web page that is where the Revion menus are all you know parked over there. Uh, you will come to a big page that shows jazz guys walking around. Go up to the top and click on the part that says uh, Christmas in Cre- Creole Christmas. I think that's exactly what it says, and. Uh, Click on that, and it'll take you to another page that has all of the uh, all of the menus for the Revion menus around town. This is a a program 
that has been running for 25 years now. What the idea was is to generate business for the French Quarter restaurants that used to get kind of slow at this time of year. It's no longer the case. Uh, they are pretty busy in December these days. I guess maybe the Revion dinners did that for them. But uh, those have been wonderful dinners, and I strongly recommend them if you can get into them. But we are about at the end of that season. It comes to an end officially on the first of tomorrow. But the uh, but you in, in the meantime, I mean, you, they might have it tonight. I, I can tell you that not all restaurants will do the restaurant the Revion menu, uh, but it's worth asking about. And if they don't have that, they might have something else for you. And if you yourself like going out to a certain restaurant and that you think is just terrific, call us up and tell us where that might be. Uh, you might have a great place there that we're ignoring. So uh, call us. We'll be back with more of the Food Show after First Please This. Oh, gosh. Uh, I've got something to tell you here. I will in a minute. Uh, but in the meantime, we are happy to have Gloria on. Hi, Gloria. Welcome. Hi, Tom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's right. I get to say Happy New Year, and it's true. All over again, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the first one, I heard you needed a caller, so here I am. Well, here you are. Thank you very much. Well, first thing I wanted to ask you was about a good place to eat tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, it it is uh, a lot of restaurants. I pulled up a few, but I just thought I'd get your idea. Yeah. Uh, Andrea's is open. I know that. Uh, that's that he makes that clear all the time. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, Brennan's is open. Uh, I think Mr. B's is open. I'm not positive, but I think so. And uh, uh, the the good news is. It's not anywhere near as bad as Christmas Day was. I mean, well, Christmas Day is wonderful, of course, but in terms of getting a place to eat in a restaurant, it's really pretty tough. Right. But I think um, I think you'll you'll find it not yeah. all that hard. Where were you thinking of going? It, Give me an idea. Somewhere it doesn't matter, Metairie or the city. Um, it, there's just two of us, so that would be easier. Uh, uh, Pelican uh, Club, uh, I'm pretty sure, is open, and also the uh, the Maple Street Cafe. Oh yeah, I don't uh, know if they are. You know, they they have a menu uh, that covers just about everything. You can have anything from like a pasta dish to an Italian dish to a French dish. I mean, they they have a, a they have prime rib, which is a classic for this time. Yeah, of year. I haven't had that yeah. in a while. Yeah, not many not many Everyone restaurants out. serve it. That's why. Um, but I did have that for Christmas Day. Yeah. Come to think of it, well, yeah, and, yeah. and it was good. It was home cooked, but it yeah. was good. Well, yeah, I just thought I'd ask you. Um, well, we'll glad you did. Going out tomorrow yeah. to find some place. Not it doesn't yeah. have to be too fancy. Just I, nice. I'll tell you this for sure from past experience. If you are thinking about dining out, say in the evening, I would mm -hmm. make that reservation as early as you can possibly make it because the, as the day wears, wears on, you got to realize that the people who are working on uh, New Year's Eve. They had a long night. I mean, uh, a lot of these will go on to midnight, one in the morning, two in the morning, and the waiters and everybody else is just really drained and, and not likely to be as good as they usually are. That's so, true. Uh, yeah, keep that in mind. I, I would, uh, 
That's a, that's a good uh, day to make your corned beef and cabbage with black eyed peas on the side for good yeah, luck. Yeah, we usually go to someone's house. We didn't have any plans, so we were uh, thinking about where we would go. We might go fishing in the morning, so we didn't want to cook. But, yeah. okay, I'll keep all those in mind. My husband's cooking venison sausage congri. Mm. Do you know what congri is? I sure do. Yeah, that's those beans. Yes, it's his yeah. favorite thing to cook. And, but he, and he had some Cajun, venison. He's a Cajun, huh? That's, that's yes. something like a, what a Cajun would eat. No. Congre? No? No, it's not. Congre? Oh, no, no, that's African. La- well, the Latins cook it. The, oh. the Latin countries, I don't know. Festivals we went to, a lot of them. That's where we yeah. started eating it anyway. I don't know where it originated. Well, wh- wherever it's from, it sure is good. Yeah, but it, yes, and we're going to make it with venison sausage. I think it's It's got Cajun. to be great. That's a, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. 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 And the last good place we went to eat was the Windsor Court Grill Room. Oh? Well, was what was the occasion? Was that it was, your lunch? That was my birthday in November. Lunch or dinner or what? Or what? Uh, brunch. Brunch, Sunday okay. brunch, yeah. Nice. And we had, the, I had that eggs of chafalaya. Uh-huh. Dish. That was really good. It had a poached egg on top with crab meat and other stuff. That was really good. Windsor Court is a great place to go for a special occasion. My wife and I, uh, we had our wedding reception over there, uh, to a a certain extent anyway. And we... uh, and we go there on our anniversary because we spent our wedding night uh, there in in the hotel, and then we went on our honeymoon. And but uh, the we go there every every year on our anniversary, which is coming up, and uh, it's a, it's a nice tradition we have. The Windsor Court lives right up to all that. Very. It very is. Well. It was very nice. Yeah. It's the first time I had been there, and it was for the jazz brunch. Ah, we always enjoy yeah. there. To go to yeah, they, jazz brunches. It's a beautiful place. Uh, the menu is very vivid and has a lot of interesting ideas in it. it did they had yeah. fried good, green good tomatoes service. done right? Yeah. If and my such first a thing. time for avocado toast, which was good. Avocado toast. Didn't he used to play for the uh, for the Saints <laughs> I for a think while? So. I think I, so. Or am I thinking of something else? <laughs> well, uh, well, thank anyway, you very much good. for all that, and happy New Year, and thanks for being with us all the time. All right. Well, I, yeah, I haven't called in in a long time, so. Oh well, that's uh, good enough for me. And thank you very much. You're always welcome. All right, and y'all enjoy your new year. You too. See ya. Bye bye. Bye. This is the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris too. Uh, it's great to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and such. Uh, are we with a clear board at the moment, as we call it in radio? Yeah. I have something here that is. Uh, I won't say shocking because it happens to everybody, but it's something that is uh, it's sorrowing. Joe Kahn, the, who was known as, and this was no joke, he really had this officially uh, put on his name, Commissioner of Tailgating at football games mostly, and uh, also a cooking school teacher. As a matter of fact, he was way beyond that. He started the New Orleans School of Cooking. And uh, he was just about the first one to ever do anything like that here in New Orleans. But he was the the uh, t- tailgating champion, and uh, officially, I mean, the the uh, National Football League uh, actually designated him as such. Died uh, 
let's see, I need to find the exact time, but it's it's very recently, within the last day or so. He was only 70 years old, uh, That which is scary because I'm creeping up on that number uh, sooner than I'm going to think. But anyway, he died on Monday. That would, that would be today. So it's, this is pretty up-to-the-date news here. He was 70 years old. He died of cardiac arrest at a hospital near their home in Fort Worth. I didn't know he had moved to Fort Worth. Well, so what? I mean, he was a super nice guy, very funny. He used to show up for our broadcasts of uh, Mardi Gras from Gallier Hall. He was always in the midst of that. He always went to all the uh, games around the country. Uh, he, he Even if it was cross-country, he would move from here to there and all the way back again. And, you know, it seemed like he never could stop. He was full of energy. And, uh, again, I tell you, just a, a really wonderful guy. He and I got to know each other very well over the years. And... Uh, Anyway, he's uh, no longer with us, and and it says here at the bottom of this article, let me tell you where this came from, so so I'll know for myself. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Channel 4. That's where it came from, Channel 4. Well, that's good enough. Uh, So, Joe Kahn, I'm going to miss you, buddy. What a guy. Very creative and very, very funny. I just can't get away from that. He could... He could crack jokes until the cows come home. And then he would tell you about each of the cows. 260-6368. 260-6368. We will come back. Oh, wait. Do we need a break here? No. No, we don't, do we? It's the food show. 260-6368. 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. And uh, what's the, where have you been cooking lately? So we've had one caller of the day, one, one caller. We could sure use yours. Where are you going for dinner tonight? And perhaps, what are you doing for lunch and dinner or whatever tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow is the day for cabbage, for uh, crowder peas or black eye peas. Black eye peas and crowder peas are from the same family of peas or beans is more what they look like. And they are uh, they're very popular this time of year. They're supposed to bring you good luck if you eat them on New Year's Day. Crowder peas, uh, yeah, and uh, also uh, out there, uh, there are plenty of different greens. You get any of them, it's supposed to resemble money, especially if they're green. So if you eat some green uh, something, uh, there you are. You're uh, you're making yourself rich little by little, or so goes the uh, so goes the the remedy uh, that you've heard about all your life. 2606368. Call me and tell me where you've been eating. I want to know. The reason I want to know is so I can tell other people where to go and tell them where to uh, where they will find very good food. Uh, and if you're thinking, well, that's just a cheap way of gathering your information there, Tom. I said, no, well, no, not really, because I can uh, I get a lot of information from a lot of sources and we mix it all together. And then turn it over to you. Uh, I have, I've been thinking about this for a while. And I think it's going to be my resolution for 2019. Uh, about, back in 1990, I wrote a book about New Orleans dining called the New Orleans Eat Book. R- name ring us a bell? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it's a restaurant guide. And it had, if I remember right, it had about 200 restaurants in it. 
and people, uh, you know, wait a minute, I've got a copy right here. If I can, oh, here it is. Yeah. Let's see, here it is. I'm holding it in my hand. And it's one of these things, you know, there were a lot of undertakings. Publishing books is one of them. Where you go back to them later and you, you know, say, well, let's see what that was like after all. How did, and most of the time you walk away thinking, oh, my goodness, how could I let this get through? But this book I've always felt good about and uh, and always felt that it told other people something about me and, and uh, good things at that. It came out in, I want to say 1990, but uh, I think in yeah, 1991. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna re I'm gonna update this. As a matter of fact, I'm not even gonna start with the old book. I'm gonna start from scratch, and uh, do the whole thing. And the way it's set up, it's like an encyclopedia. It uh, takes the topics and just puts them in alphabetical order. So I could have a recipe followed by. We, um, I have a, just such a page right now on page 27. Uh, there is about two thirds of the page is for a recipe for barbecue shrimp and below that is uh, a review three-star review of barrecas which is no longer with us uh, well it is in a way because they do catering business on metairie road uh, barrecas and uh, then it moves on turn the page and there's barrow shady inn which has been closed for long anyway this is a uh, a book called the New Orleans Eat Book. You're not going to see it for a long time, so don't uh, don't even think of going out and trying to buy one. Although I'll bet you, you know, you could get the old one uh, from what's that? The E something or other. And I've never used that. But anyway, uh, I'll try to make it as as good as I can make it. That's that's what I'm going to do this year. Two six zero six three six eight, and then. Uh, then, uh, then what? No, we'll, we'll just keep on going. That's well, wouldn't why. it be easier just to just to do one that uh, says "Ain't there no more"? That would make an interesting book unto itself. But uh, you know, I don't feel like that. You know, that gives a laugh to a couple of people. But you know, useful information. I've I have a uh, a want for that. So you have anyway. no feeling for history. No, uh, his story or her story, either one of them. Because you got, you know, you never know where that info is coming from. Two six zero six three six eight. Joe Khan, I, I can't get over this. Joe Khan passed away today, and and this this role of um, commissioner of tailgating, tailgating, it was something he thought up, and he just started doing it, and then he talked the uh, NFL into making him officially that. And and it was it was great because he was really a totally up up uh, personality. He was always laughing and just everything was a lot of fun and just and people were wonderful. It just just the kind of guy you, you always hope to run into as often as you can. Well, we're not going to have him anymore. That's that makes me very sad. If it seems like I'm a little bent out of shape about that, it's because I am. But uh, I hope somebody will take his place. I don't know how. He used to have this enormous um, recreational vehicle, as they call him, and he would drive all over the country. I mean, from the Atlantic to Pacific, from Canada to Mexico, every place where there was uh, football going on. He did uh, high school football. He did uh, 
he did college football. He did all the pros and just would show up at these tailgating events and get everybody going on it and raising up the, the level of conversation and, and lovingness and all of that. Joe Kahn, C-A-H-N. He had a, 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 a cooking school. He had a cooking school it originally was on, let's see if I can remember this. It was on, I think, on the corner of Conti and Dauphine. It was a little place you could walk right past it. And he also, it was sort of a restaurant, a very, very free-form restaurant for a while. And then uh, he found out that uh, by teaching uh, cooking lessons, he was getting a lot of tourist business, uh, among other things, because people would come to town. <coughs> Excuse me. They would come to town. And they would say, gee, is there a place where we can learn how to make gumbo and jambalaya? And uh, he would say, why don't you come over to, to my place? And, and that's what he did. The uh, company is still in business. Uh, he sold it a long time ago. If you look through there, you'll see that they have a uh, uh, on, their, uh, on their list of things that, that you can buy there. They had this uh, Creole seasoning called Joe's Stuff. <laughs> Uh, well, that was Joe's stuff, all right. The real original. Joe Kahn. All right, uh, we will uh, pause uh, momentarily for the news, which is coming up next over most of these same frequencies. And then uh, tomorrow, I mean, or a little bit right after that, we will have uh, more of the food show. So stay tuned. That's coming up to you right here on 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. And uh, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Two six zero six three six eight. Don't forget. Call us. Talk to us. We need you. Thank you. Stay-